0: Because, you know, you know, one day turned into two, then it turned into a week and a month and a year. And I'm like, "Well, dang, when is this going to be over? It was just, you know, I felt myself.
1: And sometimes I'm dining a la carte. No matter how I'm dining, it promises to be delicious. Let's dig in. Nicole Odom Hartnett is a business owner, author, and mom of seven. In this conversation, we talk about blended families activation parenting, and lessons she's learned and is sharing to help other blended families succeed. To find out more about Nicole, please go to the show notes. And now, into the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Diversity Dish. Today, my guest is Nicole Odom Hardnett. Hey, Nicole, how are you? I am great. How are you? I'm doing great. It is such a pleasure to meet you. Same here. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to talk to you today. But before we get into all of the businesses that you do, everything that we're, you know, gearing up to talk about, I would love for you to tell us what is it that you're passionate about right now?
0: I am passionate about just building my family, getting them to where they need to be in life, whatever their dreams or desires are, getting them to really hone in on that and, and think about, I guess, different ways and strategies to, to get to where they want to be and what's going to make them happy in life.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. And that's, that's great because I know that you have a large family. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> uh, for our guests, for our listeners, Nicole has about seven kids. One grandchild, a mom, and of course a husband, and all of this is her family, which I am so excited to get into because one of the things that Nicole talks about is blended families, right? Yes. So correct. tell us a little bit about why why you got into talking about blended families.
0: So when I got married and it's been oh almost nine years now, it'd be nine, nine. It'd actually be nine years in February. So I was saying it wrong before, we <laughs> we sat down the other day and was like, oh my gosh, it's been nine years, but first was saying it was eight and it's actually almost been nine. Um, right. So it doesn't, it, it's, I guess it's good, it doesn't seem to be as long as it has been. The whole blended family thing really, you know, took me by surprise because I never really knew anyone who had been in a blended family. You know, I've heard about, you know, people getting divorced and remarried and things like that, Mm -hmm. but I never really focused or honed in on the struggles that people had in the blended family until Mm -hmm. I went through it myself. And it didn't like start out within the, you know, the first month or two, it kind of, snuck up on me, <laughs> You're right? Um, the, the problems kind of crept in and most of them were the outside forces that kind of crept into the, into the home life with us. And it took some years before things got back to, I guess, normal or some sense of normalcy for us. And it was a, a major struggle. And it, I guess it wasn't until our I guess our rocky road got to the point where it was stable and we were walking on steady ground that I started really looking back and say, wow, you know, that was, those were some tough times Mm -hmm. and it it really made me say, Hey, you know, a lot of people have gone through this and it was like me listening to people when I was going to get my hair done or my nails done and hearing people, Mm -hmm. you know, complain about what they were going through with their, you know, stepkids or bonus kids and, you know, the struggles they were having in their marriage because of that, or an outside force, meaning an ex. A wife or a husband that was coming in. And I was like, wow, Mm -hmm. you know, this is real in a lot of families and some people didn't last because of it. And we were, you know, some, one of the few families that survived, Mm -hmm. you know, this ordeal.
1: Right. Wow. I think it's true that people don't realize how hard it can be, Mm -hmm. but I also think it's true that they don't, they also don't realize how beautiful it can be on the other side, right? When you when you kind of make certain decisions for your family and decide that you're gonna you're gonna do this thing. I know that one of your your favorite um, quotes is "Hold on, hang on, hold, on, hold tight. on tight." Yes. Tell us a little bit about that because I think it kind of works into this whole. You know, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be good. Hey, thanks for listening. My name is Sidrola Maruska and I help entrepreneurs and small businesses go from mediocre to magnificent by transforming their cultures to be more equitable and inclusive. To find out how we can work together, go to diversitydish.com where you'll find my consulting, coaching, and speaker information. Diversitydish.com. I look forward to working with you.
0: Right, right. Because, you know, when you're in it, you you don't know when or if it's ever going to be clear again, when you're going to be able to stand on an even ground, when, you know, the tears are going to stop, when, you know, people are going to stop looking at you sideways or... Mm if the drama is going to stop inside your house. And I'm not a drama filled person. I don't like chaos at all. And it just felt like my house was very chaotic and it was hard for me to function um, most days inside of my house because of this. And you know, the hang on, hold on tight was, was something that I had to keep telling myself that eventually this is gonna be over you know, and it was another way of saying this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. But it was in my own way of me just saying this, it was my own, just my own something for me, mm-hmm. because, you know, you know, one day turned into two, then it turned into a week and a month and a year. And I'm like, well, hey, when is this going to be over? It was just, you know, I felt myself caving in and, and just sinking and I felt some depression, you know, mm-hmm. coming on because I didn't have anybody to talk to about this. I didn't have anybody like in my immediate circle that went through any of this. And it, it was something like, okay, what do I do next? Who can I turn to? And I was just waiting for the sunshine to come out mm-hmm. and, but I still had to function throughout life, right, you know, right. work was still happening, bills still had to be paid, mm-hmm. but I knew what was going on in my household, right, so, but eventually, you know, things started getting a little clearer, but I mean, like two years, you, you just, you know, I didn't see any light at the end of that tunnel, right.
1: So, tell us a little bit about how, what, what type of blended family you have. Like, how how is your family blended?
0: So, I I brought in two boys of my own. Mm-hmm. And my husband has um, three girls and two boys. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the age range, when we met, I, I brought in the youngest boy. Um, when we met, he was seven eight when we actually got together Mm and in in, in the household and the girls were the ones that actually lived in the household Mm -hmm. they were early Mm mid-teens the boys were older they were college age
1: okay
0: That's that's a
1: really good range right there it is it's it's also it's also different stages of children right so you have Mm -hmm. you know you 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 think about the the younger kids have different needs and different ways of dealing with things and different attitudes than the kids who are teenagers Mm -hmm. and the the ones who are out in adults so it's a that's a big range you had to deal with.
0: Right. And, and most of them are already set in their ways. They know, <laughs> they think they know what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, They've already kind of been, I mean, they're not puppies, but they've been trained or taught a certain way. But now someone else comes along and you kind of have to either untrain them, unteach them or direct them in your, your way of doing things, or they have to learn a different way. So it's a, it's a little hard. It's a little taxing on everyone Mm -hmm. at this point, but the kids were, were pretty easy going with it. So inside of the house, it wasn't much of a struggle with that. The kids got along fine. Mm -hmm. They, they didn't have an issue amongst each other. You know, I've heard some stories about, you know, kids not getting along, um, being very territorial with Mm -hmm. bathrooms and rooms and, you know, being very chaotic with that. I've heard some stories with kids getting along too well, um, (laughs) you know, with the kids you know, like sleeping together and things like that. I've heard those type of stories and that's right. another, another thing. So we were fortunate to not have any of that. The kids, they were excellent with each other. Mm-hmm. They embraced each other very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it worked out well that my oldest son and my middle daughter, they had some of the same friends. Okay. So that, that was easy. Mm -hmm. And then my youngest son and my middle daughter, they, they, they just mesh well, even though it's a, what is it? Three year, Mm. three year age difference between mm-hmm. the two of them, they still meshed well, mm-hmm. especially being that girls mature faster than boys. Right. You they, would think. Right? They still like really embraced each other. Mm-hmm. So it just worked out very well with the kids. It was more of bitterness, I guess, of the outside. Um, right. It, and it was really just one of the exes
1: mm-hmm.
0: that, that caused some of the the chaos right for, for a little while and it just went into really one of the kids and and one of the kids took the side of the mom and rightfully so mm-hmm. and, and it was just a riff.
1: Mm-hmm. And it yeah. caused a wave. So what are some of the things that you did within your family to create the more balanced and to get on the right foot or to get on the steady path as you as you say.
0: So the first thing was my husband and I, we we got therapy because we needed to know each other well. We needed to, we already had really good communication from just dating. Mm -hmm. Um, But we needed to go deeper Mm -hmm. than than that. Because both of us had trauma in our lives and we, we just needed to know each other, like really know each other. Mm-hmm. And then we decided the kids because um, a lot of kids were in high school or junior high and they had, it was a big transition for them. Mm-hmm. He came from where the, his daughters, they lived in the house all their lives with their mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And they went from not seeing affection or anything like that to now they're seeing all, us embracing each other all the time. And right. that can be like, a okay, what the heck is going on?
1: <laughs> right. Okay,
0: so now my boys, they've seen the love and affection before but now they have like a man in the house that's really leading, which they've always seen me be the leader Mm -hmm. in the household, which I was married before, but my ex-husband wasn't the leader. Mm -hmm. I was the leader in the house. So that's Mm -hmm. a different thing Mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. So we just felt that since all these dynamics have really changed, Mm-hmm. They need somebody to talk to. Plus, mm-hmm. they're in school, and they have all this stuff going on. It's hard for kids in school. Yeah. With the household changing, then they have this stuff in school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They need somebody to talk to also. Mm-hmm. So, everybody in the house went to therapy.
1: <laughs> you know, I think that that's such a beautiful thing, and I think that that's something that does not happen, especially in Black families mm-hmm. where the parents go to therapy kids go to therapy saying everybody needs to have someone to talk to that is not the pastor that is not auntie that is not within the family but someone outside that has another perspective and that can look at things more objectively rather than you know with emotion within right. and i think that that is a very powerful thing that you did there in terms of having everyone go, go to therapy you get therapy you
0: get that's right everybody (laughs) gets therapy you know (laughs) I I just I wanted them to have a a fresh perspective of what was going on in their life because my boys they they talk to me about we're we're very open and honest with each other Mm -hmm. but just in case I miss something Mm -hmm. I need you to talk to somebody else because they may see or hear something that I'm not hearing or seeing. Mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. I, I'm not a therapist, you know, by trade. I, you know, I work with a lot of them and we do a lot of, you know, client related things, mm-hmm. um, but they're my kids. So there's some things that I'm definitely going to miss because I'm mom. Mm-hmm. So I I just really needed that for everyone to make sure that no one is left out in anything that's going on in the house mm-hmm. or at school. So mm-hmm. grades aren't slipping. So no one is feeling any kind of way so they can talk about if, if something is, they're concerned about a parent mm-hmm. or just anything.
1: Right. And I think that that's fantastic. So you took the what you learned with your blended family, and you decided to help other families.
0: Right. How do you do that? Very carefully. Um, (laughs) One, I've never been a a judgmental person. I don't judge at all. You know, I've had people in my immediate circle, and sometimes not so immediate circle, that have gone through things, like had people either some infidelity, and I know that it's hard if you've been with a person for X amount of years. It's just, you know, you'll have friends or family members say, oh, you should leave them. And you've right. been with the person for 20, 25 years. Okay,
1: that's not possible. And, and it's also not practical. It's and not. It's not. It also just means kind of running away I think sometimes right there are very legitimate reasons that people do need to leave other people right but sometimes we get confused as to what those real legitimate reasons are right and we decide oh well, we're gonna go over here and the grass is gonna be greener right and that's not necessarily true so right
0: it, it, so you know it it's difficult to talk to family mm. and friends because sometimes they have a more emotional connection to yeah. you. And sometimes they have not been through what you've been through. And they're going to talk to you in a different manner. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone who is not connected, but, you know, sometimes that's true. Sometimes not because I have given friends some very sound advice. hmm And it's not from an emotional standpoint. I understand that if you've been in a relationship for X amount of years and you are in love with that person or you love that person and you shared all of these memories and things, that it's not possible if they cheat on you to just walk away Mm -hmm. because you have that bond, you have that tie, you have that connection to them. There are steps that you should possibly take in communication, hopefully you had that Mm -hmm. before you walk away before Mm -hmm. though, you know, that walking away comes Mm -hmm. and you should do those things before you walk away. Yes. Whereas that best friend or someone else is going to say, Oh girl, just, just leave them (laughs) and and let's go out and have some drinks and you find somebody else. No, right. It's just not, It's just not mentally realistic for you to do that. Right. You know, it's
1: interesting in what you're saying also is I think a lot of times we think that, I mean, we can get advice from some people and from other people we get counsel. mm -hmm. And the difference being that those people that we can get counsel from are those people who have walked that path and can say these are some of the things that i know that are coming up or see these are some of the things that i know have happened and that you may need to to look for advice comes from people who are have not been on that path but who maybe can see it from a different perspective and go well it looks to me like this right there's a very big difference you know in in those two sets of people when you're talking about getting information or help. You know, one of, you know, one of the things that you just said is that if somebody has not been in that past, so if someone hasn't created a blended family that works, right, they can't speak to the particulars of how really to create this blended family. Maybe they've read, you know, they've done research, but really when you're in it, that's when you see You know, that's when you really see what are the different things that can happen and that can um, go against you or that can work for you. And so it's important for people to understand the difference between getting counseling and coaching from someone who understands their particular situation and getting advice and coaching from someone who has heard about or learned about and is now sharing. Exactly.
0: Right?
1: Right. So you talk about preventative parenting. What is that? I thought that was really interesting. I was like, preventative parenting? (laughs) What is
0: that? You know, I try to prepare my kids for just about any and everything, especially things that myself and my husband have, have been through. Mm -hmm. Um, so we give them like real life scenarios of some things that we have encountered in -hmm. our lives or even being is that we have so many (laughs) right we'll sometimes share with the other kids permission what their sisters and brothers have gone through Mm -hmm. so that the others don't make the same mistakes now the youngest he, he has had the best training or, <laughs> or, or, or real life scenarios, because right. he's able to see, you know, all of his brothers and sisters mistakes or, or any errors um, along the way, because he's mm. the youngest. Mm-hmm. And so he knows hopefully what he should not do, <laughs> or maybe what he should do. Right. He, he should learn from all of them. Yeah. And so his path should be a lot easier. And, you know, if I make, we make mistakes all the time. Mm -hmm. And so we try to explain to him how we could have done things differently. You know, what we could do better next time. A lot of people, they like, if they make mistakes, they just want to sweep it under the rug and don't tell Mm -hmm. it. But we want to make things easier for our kids because so many people are doing the same things. So why keep it to yourself Mm -hmm. did something that you know I do stupid stuff all the time too (laughs) we all do and and so (laughs) sometimes it's on purpose sometimes it's not right (laughs) but you know I share those things and I'm like okay your mom did something real dumb today and I'm like okay I shouldn't have did this but this is what happened Mm -hmm. and I'm like please learn from this you know, um, because I, I want them to have the easiest path because life is tough, it mm-hmm. is, it's very difficult. Um, so I want them to learn from everyone's mistakes and, and errors, and you're going to go out and make your own. But as long as it's not like your brothers or sisters or your mom or (laughs) dad, you know, you should learn from our examples. Exactly. My
1: mom used to say to me, you know, growing up, she was like, she says, sometimes people make mistakes so that you can learn. So you don't have to make the same mistakes that they make because you can learn from their mistakes.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, you can make your own mistakes, but you don't have to make the same mistakes as, you know, your friends or your cousins or your, you know, whoever I was like, okay, I, I got it. That's true. Right.
0: right. Mm-hmm. You know, you've had living examples Mm -hmm. of what to do and what not to do and what to do slightly differently. So there's no reason for you to do the same stupid stuff that everybody else has done. That's right.
1: (laughs) And that you've seen not work out well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like you've seen the end results and it's gotten them nowhere. So if you do that, oh my goodness boy right
1: (laughs) right if you do that shame on you because exactly you you should if this everything is a learning experience you can learn so much from the people around you and the the situations and things that that you know that come up around you for sure so it's not a good idea
0: (laughs) yeah so we we like to to talk about you know, the things that have gone well for us and things that have gone not so well for us to share that with the kids and, you know, to make sure that they're doing things, you know, hopefully the, the correct way.
1: Nice. Now you have a few businesses that mm-hmm. you are currently running. Can you tell us a little about those? Let's see. Um, you have Focus Point Solutions. Yes. What is that about?
0: So Focus Point Solutions... Um, Focus Point Solutions has been in business for 11 years. Focus Point Solutions does business as Focus Point Behavioral Health, which is an outpatient drug treatment and mental health program, that business. That is my primary Mm -hmm. business.
1: Okay. And then you have Talk to
0: Nicole. Yes. Talk to Nicole Uh is about blended families and relationships and mentoring and empowering women, which is... It's probably maybe not even a year old yet, which will actually be branching into something a bit bigger. I have some big, big things planned for for Talk to Nicole that I have a couple of books that have been published under the Talk to Nicole brand. There's actually three and I have three more coming, two of them by the end of the year and one of them probably beginning of next year.
1: Well, I'll be sure to link your, I think you gave me the links to your website. So I'll be sure to link your website so people can keep up with, with what, everything that you're doing with Talk to Nicole. Okay. Awesome. Great. And then you're doing home care. So tell me a little bit about why you decided to do home care.
0: So home care um, is still right in line with my whole theme about helping people. Um, I, I just enjoy just helping people. It's been that way, I guess, since I don't know, as long as I can remember, since I was just a little kid. Mm. Um, I started out as a CNA GNA, like many, mm-hmm. so many years ago, over 20 something years ago. And so that's just right in line with my my skill set. And um I don't know. I just decided to open another business. I don't know why I did this to myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, in all of these businesses and in this beautiful, big blended family that you have, what do you do to take care of Nicole? What do you do to make sure that Nicole stays okay besides therapy?
0: Oh, so I just had, my best friend just came to visit me and we shopped Like we were kids and we spent like half the day. It used to be like all day in the stores. So we just had like a girl's day out and we just had so much fun. And then, so one of the days, Sunday was our movie day. So we just binged on movies and I'm not a TV watcher. Like I have a TV in my office, but I don't turn it on. Mm -hmm. Um, So usually if I'm going to get a snack or something to drink, I'll see the news out in the living room and catch up on some news real quick. But other than that, you know, I'm, I'm working on something or I'm on a podcast or on the phone working on something, but you know, so, or I'll go get my nails done, hair done. That'll be my time for myself. And I'm about to go on vacation. So hopefully I'll have some, I'll no, it'll we know work, maybe I'll check some <laughs> emails, I'm sure. <laughs> right. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm just a, a worker. I, you know, when I was in the corporate world, my average week was about 70 hours. Oh my goodness. That was on average. I have to find some time to wind down, but I'm always thinking about the next thing. What am I going to do next? So I have to learn to relax.
1: Yes. Kind of <laughs> learn to build in some time that's mm-hmm. not that has nothing to do with work or work. Right. Go, yep. go, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that. I think that what you're doing is fantastic. I think that blended families, when it can be done well, when people, when everybody is invested in making sure that it works is a beautiful thing because, you know, a lot more people are, that's, that's a lot more people's reality. And, you know, if we can get, you know, more people to understand that it's not about having enemies, but it's about making, you know, allies, having everybody work together to make this work, I think that that could be an incredible, incredible thing. And especially, especially within the black community as well. And therapy, I'm all about, you know, do, do therapy, Right. <laughs> you know, I know it's not been traditionally in the black community. And there are a lot of reasons why I think that that is a, that is kind of a stigma, but it's time to kind of get over that and realize that the, the that the mind and the emotional the emotional well-being of each person is important, and sometimes that needs to come from talking to someone who is not connected to the whole community or family and and all that sort of thing. Right. So, thank you so much for sharing all of that. Oh, you're
0: so welcome. Not a um, problem. So,
1: before we go, I would like for you to answer the question: of uh, What is your favorite dish
0: so i actually have two (laughs) okay (laughs) we'll take it
1: (laughs) and they're opposite
0: ends of the spectrum so the first one would be pizza and okay and it's because it's just so many varieties so many toppings um and then the next one would be uh salmon
1: salmon Mm -hmm. Ooh, i love it Yes, you are not the first person to say pizza. I think pizza is very popular. <laughs> but you are the first person to say salmon and I love salmon myself. So that's awesome. So how do you like your salmon prepared?
0: So I like it medium with a little bit of sea salt, okay and some pepper. And I like it grilled. Preferably, my husband likes to cook it on the grill. Mm -hmm. Um, I like it glazed with just a little bit of honey. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's about it.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. That sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Nicole, for being here with me on Diversity Dish. I wish you all the best in all of your businesses and in your beautiful blended family.
0: Thank you so much. It was definitely a pleasure to be here.
1: Hey, did you enjoy that episode? If so, please leave a review. It would mean the world, but only if it's a good one and you really did enjoy it. In which case, it would be awesome if you helped support my work over at Patreon. backslash Cedrola Maruska. And finally, before you go, don't forget diversitydish.com. I'd love to work with you. See you soon.